The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Company's Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Michael Bradbury. He turned on his deep fryer and opened his food truck for business in 2009. That truck, called the Funnel Cakes Truck, serves up carnival cravings. And you probably have eaten a few of these in your time. Funnel Cakes, cotton candy, kettle corn, deep fried Snickers, Twinkies, and Oreos and even more, he says. And so now here in Kansas City, these are available to the masses year round, not just when you go to the fair or, or to, you know, a carnival or something. And he's also been very pivotal in establishing the food trucks here in Kansas City. He's the co-founder of the Kansas City Food Truck Association. And in that role, he's helping build the road for other food truck entrepreneurs. So we have Michael here in the studio with us today, and we're going to talk with him about how he built his business and a brand that leaves customers wanting more. Welcome to the show today. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so 2009, seven years ago, mm-hmm. how did you get started? Because seven years ago, food trucks weren't really a thing in Kansas that's City. That's exactly right, and that's why we did it then, because mm-hmm. uh, we saw that there, w- there was a need for it mm-hmm. um, based on what was happening in other cities. Uh, we just felt like it was time to uh, bring something new to Kansas City and just venture out and see what would happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, here we are so many le- years later. Yeah, seven uh, years later. Uh-huh. Were, were you the first one out here there in Kansas City? Or no. were, did you join a small group of them? How'd that all come about? I guess the genesis of food trucks in Kansas City. Sure. Um, you know, looking back on it, uh, there's always been, you know, a handful of food trucks here and there, uh, Westport and Independence sure. Avenue and mm-hmm. things like that. But I'd say uh, as far as the, the next wave or the next generation of food trucks, uh, myself and and a handful of others uh, really pioneered the the movement and mm-hmm. uh, got it going. We started the first Fridays downtown, and um, as far as the food trucks go, it just called follow the art scene. And, right. And then uh, it's just developed over the years, um, and more and more uh, entrepreneurs are coming on board mm-hmm. and building trucks, and and then they contact the Kansas City Food Truck Association, uh, myself or Brandon Simpson, mm-hmm. and uh, just you, know, you can ask us questions and things like that, and we helped to uh, go with the health departments of the different cities to write up regulations and uh, rewrite some of the rules and and things like that. So that was beneficial for not only the food truck entrepreneur, but um, for Kansas Cityans who were looking for food trucks also. Mm -hmm. So talk to us now that food trucks have become um, kind of a thing. Uh Um, You you mentioned that when you got started, you followed the art scene. First Fridays were a big deal for you. But now, Mm -hmm. uh, how how do you decide where on any given day you're going to be? Do you do um, companies contract with you and say, come and, and be on our premises to serve lunch? Do you have places that you are at regularly on a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday in town? I mean, how does all that work? No, yeah. So um, 
logistics behind the food truck scene, uh, for myself, I like to be hired out, uh, mm-hmm. more of like a catering type company. Yeah. Uh, but we also do public events, car shows and church mm-hmm. events, things like that. Um, but for the most part, we use social media and, and then people uh, will get in contact with us and, and then hire us for, for their public and private events, mm-hmm. uh, neighborhood block parties and yeah. uh, things like that. And then uh, a lot of the public events are now uh, more accepting of food trucks. Um, you know, you see them down at the uh, the Nelson on mm-hmm. third Thursdays mm-hmm. and uh, first Friday I mentioned before, and then obviously down at like uh, Union Station for some of the bigger events, and then we you know have Fourth of July and Memorial right. Day weekend and things like that yeah. where uh, the bigger events love the food truck okay. scene. Yeah, so they're still mostly associated with public events. You're not sure. uh-huh. you're not going to find or correct me here if I'm wrong because I really don't know too much about this. Uh, you know, you're in New York and you can, I know food trucks are different than the little um, vendor hot dog stands in oh, New York, yeah, but you can go, uh-huh. you know, uh, and, and there's always that hot dog stand there. I can, I can count on it that I can get a hot dog for lunch if I want to that, you know, on any given day. Do right. you have anything like that you with know, food um, trucks? The way Kansas City is set up, uh, there's not a lot of foot traffic mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. certain areas. We're still not a walkable community. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, that uh, just this year, we've started to have um, a couple of little, uh, we'll call them food truck parks, mm-hmm. uh, North Kansas City at Mackin Park. Uh-huh. Um, there's a big soccer field and things like that. And so the food trucks will gather there. Um, and then on Southwest Boulevard, uh, Danny O'Neill with the uh-huh. roastery uh, and myself and Brandon um, have just developed this. Sunday brunch under the plane. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that we've got big things happening down there, but that's every Sunday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. Uh, so you're not necessarily going to find a food trucks every single day somewhere. Um, but downtown um, by the Sprint Center, there is about five parking spaces where you can find food trucks. Okay. And those just rotate out every day mm-hmm. um, as the owners want to go down there. Yeah. You mentioned that you work in your role as mm-hmm. the co-founder of the Kansas City Food Truck Association. You mentioned that you have worked with with cities to change rules, and I know that's something that, with some of the new technologies and and um, not just technologies, but even with the growing bar scene in the crossroads, you know, the old regulations are not keeping up with the new types of, uh, like I said, either technology or just the new kinds of things that people want. So, did you find that that was um, something that was very difficult to do and and get the laws changed to allow the food trucks, or was was there a lot of cooperation? operation there. Talk to us about that experience. Um, I would say when we first started it, it was was very difficult. Um, But finding the right people and Mm -hmm. Kansas City is so well connected Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, you just ask a lot of questions and try to find the right people to talk to. And then uh, you just go in and set up meetings and kind of tell them what we want to do. You know, um, we want to operate a business in Kansas City. Um, Mm -hmm. It's totally new. But when we look at the books, it shows that... um, the food truck regulations were set for like the 1980s and it was from it was it was for only construction sites uh. um, or only like a, a 30 minute vending period mm-hmm. um, or some cities have a uh, a rule where you can only vend in a certain parking lot for uh, like a week at a time mm-hmm. and then you have to move on or you can't come back and for a month or whatever there's there were so many different rules and so we just said Okay, we don't want to operate like that. We want to be able to uh, go to these different um, 
festivities that are happening around Kansas City and uh, go from there, you know, just um, make sure that everyone mm-hmm. was on the same page, right. as you could say. Yeah, times change, laws have to change too sometimes. Yeah. Now, let's go back to you and your truck. How did? Why did you decide to go the fairground or the carnival route with the kinds of food that you serve? I, I was talking about those fried Twinkies and fried Snickers. I might. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, so when we were, when I was a kid, my grandma used to make a, a Polish donut, uh, kind of a fritter type of a dessert. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's kind of where that the whole thing is based off of. I'm, I'm grew up here in Kansas City, and um, you know by Polish Hill, and it was just something that I felt like um, it, there wasn't a lot of overhead to it. So as an entrepreneur, I'm a dad, you know, young guy. I'm 35 now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just something that I thought, you know, everybody loves funnel cakes and then things just kind of developed from there. And so I've just added things over the years. Uh, the deep fried Snickers is something I'm known for in Kansas city now, mm-hmm. just because you can't get it anywhere else. Right. Um, right. also the Twinkies and the Oreos, um, and Oreos have come out with so many different flavors now that, uh, you know, peanut butter and strawberry and all kind of stuff. And then, uh, um, you know, Hostess has come back out with the Twinkie and they've got a couple different flavors and, um, you know, every once in a while we'll do a, a deep fried peanut butter and jelly even. Just really? To, yeah, okay. Just, oh, I've never heard so of good. Um, it's not for everybody, but it's, it is pretty good. Now you mentioned your grandmother. That was sure. your inspiration. Uh, do, do any of her, uh, ingredients find or styles of cooking find their way into your products? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the funnel cake is based off of, of her recipe for mm-hmm. the donut. Um, and so folks always ask me, you know, like, is this a frozen funnel cake? Uh, like you get at some of the, the f- other fairs yeah. and festivals. And no, it's definitely, we, we make it that day and it's always fresh from the fryer. Yeah. So why do you think um, food trucks are so popular? You said they, met, they started on the coast and of course everything ends up in the center uh-huh. eventually. But why why do you think they are such a trend or phenomenon? I think uh, just people in general are looking for um, new opportunities, um, places to go, you know, destination places. And, and the food trucks really show you a, a different way of um, kind of going back to the mom and pop mentality of mm-hmm. of America, of how things started. And, and you're able to build a little business and show the world what you're made of in a way. You know, like I say, my grandma um, used to make those. And so everyone's food trucks are a little bit different, but they all have their own little recipes. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, from the customer standpoint, they're looking for something that's not the, the big chain restaurant that you right. can just drive through. And so they're looking for, um, you know, the food truck scene is also like uh, with the social media, you can mm-hmm. kind of chase or follow. Uh, it's yeah. almost like you never know when the ice cream man's going to come <laughs> through your neighborhood. And so it's like, man, where, where are all these food trucks at? Uh-huh. Where can I get them? And, you know, you really got to follow online and, and uh, find the next uh, mm-hmm. event, I guess, that they're going to be at. Sure. So I think yeah. it's the chase that, that keeps people going. Uh, what did you do before you? <laughs> you're you're 35 now. You've sure. been at this for seven years. So you started this in your 20s. What did you do before? No, that? so I've always kind of just been uh, an entrepreneur. I actually had a screen print and sign business mm-hmm. for almost a decade. Uh, and in 2008, you know, the recession and all that stuff mm-hmm. happened. And so um decided to change pace and, and do some different things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, you 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 hit uh, you hit on something here. Talk to us about uh, your appearance on the Cake Wars, on the Food Network. I oh, know sure. that was a huge deal. What was that experience like? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, my friend Mike Elder, uh, he's an awesome cake decorator, and uh, he actually invited me to go to LA with him and uh, be his assistant on the show. And 
you know, it was the 50th anniversary of The Sound of Music. And, oh. and so that's the most iconic movie of all time. Yes. You know, everybody knows that. Um, and so uh, we had to make a, uh, it was two feet wide by four foot tall uh, structured cake. Uh, it had to be completely edible and uh, just mimic the, the Sound of Music uh, mm-hmm. symbols. So we did a, a mountain and we did Maria's guitar and um, some Edelweiss and a uh, little black sheep and all kind of stuff, mm-hmm. little intricate things on there. And uh, we ended up winning the whole show. Yeah. And it was just a, a wonderful experience to go to L.A. and just be on TV. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Right. Now, you're very local. You know, you're you're, oh, you're sure. very, very local. So did that give you a boost locally or, I mean, how did? I, mean, um, how, I think it did, yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. Just, you know, people that didn't necessarily know that uh, or who I was or um, how we operated or that we even owned a food truck mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, I don't make cakes. Right, um, right. But, uh, you know, that was a great experience because um, I like to work with my hands and I'm a people person. And just being on the show, we had to work fast. You only mm-hmm. have an hour uh, to make a, the, the, the cakes. And so um, it was very similar, you know, working in the small kitchen. Right. And so uh, same thing on TV. The small kitchen, small oven, uh, get the product out fast. And so... Um, just the overall experience and then, you know, bringing, bringing that back to Kansas City, people uh, recognize it a lot more mm-hmm. as far as building a brand and things like that. Right. Uh, you just said building a brand and you've uh, talked about social media a couple of different times. You've mentioned it in passing there. Uh, you have uh, done very well with Casey Sourcelink's Battle of the Brands. I think, you know, that's been going on a few years now here uh-huh. in Kansas City. Um, do you actually go out there and encourage people to uh, help you get those high ratings that you get on that? Or, I mean, how, how are you placing so high? You just have that kind of a following, huh? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I, I'm blessed, honestly, that uh, Kansas City has backed us um, on so many levels. And uh, the KC Source Link Battle of the Brands uh, starts with, what, 64 uh, local mm-hmm. businesses, and then each week throughout uh, March, it's kind of March Madness right, in a way, right. they're bracketing, and uh, everyone gets the votes, and then we made it to the top four. You did, uh, yeah. So, which, which was huge, um, with Penn Site Media and, and Sporting KC and mm-hmm. um, Joe's Kansas City. Uh, yeah, to be a good company. Right, to be at the top with those four companies uh, and, and go to that, that level is um, unbelievable, really. It's, yeah. It's, I'm very thankful. No, but but again, uh, you were talking about the followers and how they have to check in pretty much each day to see where you're going to be and That's if they want to exactly catch right. you. And so social media is great for that. What would you say has been your biggest challenge throughout uh, your seven-year odyssey here? Um, you know, I think it's always evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, it's day-to-day operations, like I mentioned before, is just you don't really know where to go and, and uh, what's going to happen next. And so... Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a challenge. It's just always optimistic, um, just trying to move forward and find out what the next best thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day is a pop quiz is what I used to there tell you my, go. Like my kids used to complain you. about their homework because I own a business. Every day is a pop quiz. Um, where did you find, you know, food trucks were new to Kansas City um, in, for the most part, at least as they exist now. Um, where did you find resources? Most businesses have an industry association they can turn to or they have, uh, you know, resources basically and what did you do though to, to go where did you go to get advice or did you did you just have um, to kind of figure it out a little bit of you had to figure it out but then um we actually called around um to different food trucks in different cities and uh-huh. it seems like each city has a food truck association where the food trucks just uh 
um, kind of check in or, you know, communicate with each other to kind of figure out the rules mm -hmm. and regulations. And um, that's kind of what we did. We called the St. Louis Food Truck Association. Mm -hmm. uh, they were extremely helpful. And then uh, the guys down at Cruising Kitchens in San Antonio, they actually build food trucks, but they um, have a huge park where they park like 10 or 12 food trucks on a pretty consistent basis on the weekends and they would throw big uh, events. And so that kind of helped us um, to, to give us some ideas mm -hmm. on, on how to go about making things work in Kansas City yeah. because every city is different. So we can't base it off of St. Louis or mm -hmm. uh, Chicago or L.A. or New sure. York. So yeah. we just had to make it work in Kansas City the best we could. Absolutely. And I assume that that was part of your reason for starting the Kansas City Food Truck Association. Correct. There just wasn't a resource for that. That's exactly right. Yeah. So you have a helper here today. You want to say hi, Sebastian? Hi, I'm Sebastian. You help your dad out sometimes? You're helping him out today. Yeah. Yeah, you like you like the food trucks. You ever get to eat what your dad fixes? Mm, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> well, we're glad that you're here today too. What would be your best advice for a startup? Obviously, you have a lot of advice for food truck startups, but just startups in general. There's quite a scene of of young businesses here these days. What would you tell somebody? Who's... That's exactly right. Um, you know, just go for it. I think is is the main thing. Um, if you've got an idea and you think it might work, just go for it. Um, don't mm -hmm. be afraid of failure and um, look for other entrepreneurs in Kansas City for help um, Yeah, because well, everyone is, is out there to help each other. That is so true, and it's something I think that people uh, learn too late sometimes. You know, they, they don't realize that if you don't well, – some of the best advice I got from uh, another female entrepreneur was if you don't ask, you don't get. And so right. you have to ask. All they can say is no. Right. <laughs> what did you lose? So that's great advice. And where are you going to be this week? Um, I think we've got um, Saturday we'll be in Olathe at the Olathe Community Center, celebrate Olathe Day. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be five food trucks, some face painters, bounce houses, and uh, Liverpool, the Beatles tribute yeah. band is playing mm -hmm. uh, Saturday night. So okay. uh, people can come out for a sweet treat that night. Absolutely. And you have a website? TheFunnelCakeTruck.com. So TheFunnelCakeTruck.com. Go out, and I assume you keep your schedule on there, too. Uh -huh. Okay. You can find out where Michael and uh, the Funnel Cake Truck will be, and uh, go out and enjoy some of these wonderful treats. Thanks so much for being here, and Thank much you, continued success. Thank you. All right. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. And you can always check out our website at IThinkBigger.com, too. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.